Well, hello, 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 and welcome to Sisters You Have Value podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tolliver, and I'm super excited to be here with you today. Happy Friday, happy Friday. This podcast was created for women because we believe in the power of sisterhood and unity, and we strive to build a community where women can share their passions, learn from one another's experiences, and support each other on their journey. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Sisters You Have Value. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for tuning in, and we pray you come back for more. Please give us a like, share, follow, tell a friend. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for being on this awesome journey with us, and we pray you continue to come back. All right. Grab your coffee, tea, drink, whatever it is, and let's get into it. Let's get into it. Now, today's episode, um, I I had a lot of topics for it um, because it came out of something that happened to us. Uh, So um, I I thought about titling it, Oh, What a Tangled Web We Weave. But in retrospect to all the things that happened and thinking back on the events, we're going to title this one. Will the real you please stand up? Will the real you please stand up? So (laughs) we had a meeting yesterday. um, And the meeting kind of took a turn. And and I'm pausing here because I'm trying to get thought. But at the end of the day, things were said. Uh, things were spoken, things were said in anger. But again, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so what's in a man is in a man. Sometimes the representative can only hang around so long before you, the real you, have to stand up. So you take things at face value when it comes to that. So then, it, you know, in my mind, I thought about, the the podcast of what we were going to be talking about but and the attack was against my friend a very close friend that that I hold dearly because he simply asked a question and when he asked the question the answer wasn't given like it was supposed to he asked the same question again and again and at that juncture there were triggers so i guess at that point that person had been triggered but it's a good thing, you know, in, in life, I believe, you know, and even as what happened to me today, uh, same thing. And um, one of my employers, you know, wanted me to do something that it, it is not legal. And you really realize who people are in anger or when they can't get their way. So in both of those situations today and yesterday led me to today. And, you know, let me see deception. Deception is a act, big or small, cruel or kind, encouraging people to believe information that's not true. Lying is a common form of deception, you know, stating something known to be untrue with the intent to deceive. So I had a lot of things about this uh, deception, manipulation, uh, all kinds of things. So, but while most people are generally honest, You have those who subscribe to honesty and they engage sometime in deception. 
So I, I looked up some stuff and it says the, the average person lies several times a day. Some of the lies are big. <laughs> I never cheated on you. <laughs> but more often, they're little white lies. Oh, that dress looked fine, knowing she looks like a fluffy rabbit. Um, <laughs> but is they deploy the lies and sometimes the deception to avoid uncomfortable situations or spare someone's feelings. And, and I understand that. I get that sometimes. But when you flat out lie or when you flat out reveal who you are after you've appeared under an umbrella for such a long time, then that's when the problem come in. That's not true. That's manip manipulation at its finest. And you just don't even know the devil is using you. Um, the, the guy that I'm talking about today. So, um, you know, we, you know, they call it a sin of omission and commission. And, and, you know, that's omitting information and concealing the truth. That's considered a lie when they're done with an intent to deceive. So statements that are false, you know, uh, the person called me a liar today. And I'm not lying, uh, you know, but I, I don't think myself a liar because I'm going to tell you the truth in love. Don't ask me because I'm certainly going to give it to you. And if that dress ain't cute, it's not cute, sis. Go put on another one because, hey, it's just not doing it for you. My daughter would tell you, ooh, you really want to wear that? Mm -mm. She asked me, I'm going to tell her. You will never have me sending my daughter out of a house looking like somebody threw her away or like she about to go catch the next corner of the hook. Not happening. So, again, it brought me to this. And, and you know, I kind of struggled my way through this beginning because, like I said, I was disturbed by yesterday and I was highly disturbed by today. So those are triggers for me that brought me to this podcast tonight to talk about it because my mind wasn't settling. My mind didn't stop moving. My mind didn't stop going thinking of the events. So um, the incident even yesterday, here's the thing. That the person, when it was drawn out of them, felt a certain kind of way about a certain kind of group of people, or not not the group of people, um, the the organization that we're in, and you felt some things about it. But in my mind, if you've been in that organization for the last five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fifteen years, and you've known the things that you stated on yesterday, the only problem I have with that is don't do it in anger. Just simply tell the truth in love. Hey, we're not moving like we need to move. Hey, we're not uh, making the benchmarks. Hey, we're planning for this, but hey, things are not, you know, cracked up to like it should be. Um, you know, things like that. Or hey, when I tell you I can't do something because that's not within the confines of the law. You can, you're a liar. Really? I'm a liar because I'm telling you it's against the law. You want me to uh, supersede the law because you think you are above the law, sir, you're not. So, you know, when you get into different situations, uh, and, and though we know lies are not good, but even the white lie that don't want to hurt someone's feelings, would you rather hurt their feelings as a friend in love than for them to go out in public and people laugh or mock or make a mockery of them? Did you really help them or could you have avoided that situation by being um, proactive and helping her? And if that was the decision, because if I'm a friend, a friend love it at all times, because for my friend yesterday, I was pissed, you know, and I ride hard for mine. So, you know, there's a difference. So, again, a white lie can be good. And, and I get it. 
in certain situations. And right now, because my mind is all over the place, I can't even think of a white lie that's, um, you know, uh, your kids when they draw. <laughs> oh, Lord, if you see a drawing, my son, I thought it was a... Uh, I don't know what it is, but he called it an elephant and a lion. My son is 25 now. That picture still hangs on my wall. It's like that felt from, you remember vacation Bible school where you could just stick it up there and it stick? Well, whatever kind of stuff this is, it's the truth because it's been on my wall for 20, <laughs> about 22 years. So, yeah, I told him it was cute. You're going to tell your kids to draw it. Oh, that is so cute. You know, when they color outside the lines and stuff like that. So we know that because they are children and we're not going to hurt their feelings. And, you know, but as they get older, you know, we teach them to color within the lines. OK, baby, we're going to color in here and things like that. But in order to keep them going and to keep them where they are. Yeah, absolutely. But when you're a grown man <laughs> and things need to be said, say what you say and mean what you say. So, again, deception and, and, and creating lies that are just deliberately false information to fabricate a story and then to flat out you know just bold so you know today i just want to remind people honesty uh is is the best policy i can go with that but i i have a quote my angelou once said when people show you who they are believe them the first time and that's one of the hardest life lessons people try to follow but it is sage advice because here's the thing. Once I locate you, that's a done deal. What happened to me today won't happen again. And it didn't happen today because, you know, I got get back. My fire pot, baby, my comeback is real. But I'm not going to allow you to call me a liar when I know what the law says. I'm not going to allow you to maliciously say something. Now, if it would have got a whole different way, even, you know, my friend can handle that, you know military, all of that kind of stuff. So he don't need me. I'm a woman anyway, but I'm still go hard for him. But my point is things are harmful when you say them in certain kinds of ways. You know how they say it ain't what you say, it's how you say it. And, and if you're like a cat backed into a corner, you still might want to be careful in even in what you say it because you offend and affect those that call you friend. So even if it was a white lie, which it shouldn't have been, because those are things that need to be said to a group. If we're in a group in an organization and we need to be able to move forward. Hey, guys, you know, let's talk about this at the next meeting. Man, you know, we've been here for a while. We've been rocking for a while. We've been talking about it, but we keep sitting on it. You know, um, th this story that I know is this old man walking down the street. And this dog was on the porch just yelping and yelping. And the old man sitting on the porch next to the dog. So the man stopped in front of the house and said, say, mister, do you know your dog? is?" He said, yeah. So, you know, the guy goes on. Okay. Next day he come by. Same thing. The dog just yelping. Sir, mister. Yep. So by the third day he came by. And he says, sir, I just got to ask you for the last two days I've been coming by here. And that dog is, is, is crying. What is wrong with him? And the old man said, he's sitting on a nail. Well, why don't he said, well, when he get tired of it or, or hurting enough, he'll get up. So, so my thing is, don't wait till you're backed in the corner and sitting on that nail to tell the truth in love. And even if it's not in love, it's business. Tell the truth. And even if I tell you I can't do something, stand on that. Knowing that I can't because I would do anything in my power that's within the confines of the law to do what I can to help.
So that's what we're here for. We're put on this place to help. We're put on here to be a helpmate. We're put on here to do that. But again, when you show me who you are, I'm going to believe it. I'm going to treat you with love, you know, from afar. My spoon is long, but you'll never get to do that again. You'll never get to talk to me in a certain kind of way again. But I'm going to pray for you. Pray God ask the devil to move from you and you don't know you're being despitefully used. Lord, help them. Because I need to be helped because, you know, I, sometimes I have no understanding. So I'm going to take it at the point that, okay, this is a crisis. You're going through something right now or you feel like your ego has been pierced. But even when the ego is pierced, the piercing should have come from one situation, not well, while I'm here. Let me just let y'all know how I really feel. But it's okay. So it's, you know, we can't expect people to do what we would do. Um, I try to be honest. I try to, or I strive to daily to ask the Lord to help me, you know, and, and I'll be honest with you, you know, I'm about as transparent as Saran Wrap. Even in some of the ways that I have, I don't like them. So I, you know, Lord, I don't like this part of me Move it, You know, Lord, help me to release that, to take that from my life. Some things that we use as barriers to get through life don't keep us when we get to that point of life where God has helped us. And see, that part of us is what we did outside of God. See, God, he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't have us shut off from the world. He wouldn't have us grow cold in such a way that we don't care about anything or anybody. He's a God of love. And and he said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. So when we leave and we do it in the world's way, then we get the world's. There you go. So mine came by way of that. So no, do I like? Not be able to sometimes the control is situ situational. Mine is based off of what can trigger me. Um, you know, so it's it's different triggers based off of the situation. But for the most part, you know, again, that's something that I continue to pray for. That's something that I continue to ask God for uh, deliverance from. But you know, again, today. There are some people who will sit there and talk with you. There are or, or people who will sit in your face all day and act like they like you. And in the if they could have a knife, the time you turn around, they will be stabbing you in the back. So the things and what brought us here today was based off of those situations simply because that was what happened. And, and it triggered me. But we have to learn, y'all, to be our own people. Believe people when they show you who you are. Decide if you're going to help or you're going to keep moving forward. You got to go with your gut because that is, you know, that that Holy Spirit is is something and it will not lead you wrong. So, um, like I said, I, I do fact checks all the time. I, I step back and I pay attention. So this is one of those things that it happened it, it brought attention and it brought enough awareness for me to have that wow moment, especially on yesterday, because I don't have a dog in that hunt because I'm newer than some of the group. But when someone say, I don't know, I don't know all of y'all, you get what I'm saying? That that's deep because you have friends amongst you. And when you simply say you don't know people, you can hurt someone. You, you're going to cause them to have some steps back because, again, tell me how you really feel. But I'm I'm of the auspice. If I've done you wrong, please let me know because sometimes I don't know. And so I don't have a representative. Kim is through and through. What you see today, you're going to see tomorrow. You'll see it six months from now, except the parts of me that God matures. And that's all in 
okay, Lord, help me to be quiet. Help me, Lord, not to react. You know, Lord, help me to be proactive. Lord, help me to count to 10. Those are the things that I want God to work on with me. Those are the areas of my life where I'm like, Lord, you know, forgive me for trying to handle those situations on my own. Lord, I give that area to you as well. See, there are some areas of us that we keep. We say we trust. We say we believe. But if I did, would I truly be, uh, as as uh, T used to call me, Peter Popoff? You know, because I can go to zero to 100 real quick. Again, situational. You put me in a situation where there's prejudice. I have no understanding. I promise you, I have no understanding. You put me in a situation where, you know, something with my children, I have no understanding. Zero. And it's on site like that kind of zero. So, but then there's still, there still have to be restraint. And so it's not good. So I could sit here and say that, but is it good? No, because I still need to know in Christ how to handle that. If we say we're in Christ, if we say these other things, we're not supposed to emulate the world. And so that's one of those ouches. And I can say that because I'm not one of them holy rollers that, oh, I got it all together because I've arrived. I have not. Paul says that that I want to do and that that I will do. I don't. Those things that I don't want to do, I do. In time, I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm on this journey. Okay, Lord, I got it. And then he, okay, let me test it. <laughs> and then that the whole doggone pot come off. The top just blow. And he go, you, oh, okay. So, you know, uh, <laughs> what went wrong? So, I, you know, those are the things that, like I said, we have to really take those moments, consider what happened to us in the past. You know, the times we've been burned, uh, how many of them were preceded by clues? Did you see it coming? Did you think about it? Did you try to determine that? Now, yesterday, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> at all. I think nobody in the room saw that coming. So, you know, one of those things, even today with me, I didn't see that coming, but that person had lost someone close to them. And so I, I'm, I'm going to chalk it up to the emotional side. I'm going to chalk it up to right now you're, you're dealing and right now you're, you know, in that because there's a grieving part of that. So I give you grace. Next time is God have mercy. You get what I'm saying? We all need a little bit of grace, Lord. Oh, that we have a little bit of mercy. And so, Lord, I pray, you know, Lord, you know, to temper that. You know, we ask for temperance, Lord God, and we just pray for healing. Lord, we ask that you watch over them and cover their family as they go through that grieving period. So then I'm going to pray for you, Lord. I just pray for him, you know, that he's not volatile like that with everybody. So, you know, um, and some of us are just more likable than others. So, you know, but again, there are so many things in dynamics. Uh, in situations and life is about learning. And this is one of those life lessons. So we all have different levels of tolerance for unwanted or unwelcome behavior, as well as different definitions of those terms. But you have to draw the line somewhere. And that's by being attentive and observant. Then you can, you know, you can really, you know, see things like they are, you can see that person for, for who they really are, who they really present you to be. And, uh, we've done that, you know, people in relationships, <laughs> uh, you want that man so bad. Now this is where I get back to y'all ladies. You want that man so bad. So you, you, you talk about things when you first meet and he go, you know, this is this, I'm looking for this and I'm looking for that. And, and you emulate 
everything that this man has told you, knowing that ain't none of those, but <laughs> you don't possess not one of those qualities. <laughs> then you think you got him hooked. Six months later, a year later, you, you get comfortable and complacent. And oh, here she come. Here she come. And he like, what, ha what happened? That was Sue. <laughs> you know, here come Queter. Here she come. <laughs> you know, so it's one of those things. You got to be able to navigate in life and be comfortable enough to pray and ask God to give you that wisdom, that guidance to be able to accept who you are as that individual in where you are in life. And if you know you still have not arrived to that particular position, to that point, to that place of where you need to be, you need to still be in Christ. And we all, let me let me change that. We are always in Christ, but you need to still be praying in those areas. When I get off this podcast, I'm going to get right in my prayer room. I'm gonna go upstairs and I'm gonna sit my butt down and I'm gonna search out scriptures for those events that happen. And see, what people don't understand, when you pray in the word, you got to pray the word. When you pray, you got to pray that word on him because see, God can't, he can't falter on his word. He's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. So you know, Lord, you say it. Lord, you say it. Like in 2 Peter 2, 24, Lord, you said by the stripes that were laid on Jesus' back that I'm here, I'm healing. So I declare that. Lord, you say it. Cast your cares on me. So see, like this right here, I'm going to cast it to him and, and, and he going to give me that rest that I need, you know. But there's also some other things that he say, and we're going to be vigilant to do that. And so then I got to find the areas where, OK, I have triggers. I got to go find some scripture for that and ask God to help me release that to remove that. You get what I'm saying? So there are things and ways that we can do this. Um, I can I can tell you, I dated this guy. Oh, Lord. I don't even know when. Um, we dated for six years. So so I met him, obviously, then probably back in 2004. But when I met him in our first little outing, you know, you're just chopping it up. You know, you're talking. And um, he had said, well, you know, I'm not ready for no, you know, marriage, no real relationship. You know, I just got out of a marriage. You know, it had been a while, but, you know, that kind of thing. I'm like, oh, OK, you know, whatever, whatever. But I should have listened because I went through six years of hell <laughs> with that. And and that's the same one at that point, you know, when my mom passed and I called and I'm just like, hey, it's done. It's over, you know. But was that a red flag? That's like that stop sign with that lady in the weather. I had the sign. He told me. I just like, oh, OK, he say that for now. You know, after a while, he'll change his mind, you know, blah, blah, blah. But he told me he didn't lie to me. I just didn't believe. You get what I'm saying? When somebody show you who they are. <laughs> Believe him. I can't put that on him for what I endured. You get what I'm saying? I did that. I chose, you know, to just, you know, kind of blunder over that because it was, oh, okay, we just casual talking, you know, whatever. He's at this place, you know, that'll change, you know. So, and that's why I say with that, and I'll take a with a grain of salt what happened yesterday. Oh, it is what you are, true and true. Um and my friend held his ground because, hey, it's the business. And um, I can appreciate and respect that. I love that about him. You know, that the question was still posed right there in your face. You know, and that's truth. That's honesty. I ain't going to tell no white lie. I ain't going to sugarcoat it. Hey, real quick, you know, I appreciate it, what you did, what you said. But let me ask you this. And that's how that went down. Today, I can appreciate that you upset you angry. 
But when I tell you I can't do something, take it, take that at face value because I can't and I won't. Here's the other side. I won't. I will not do something that's not going to be conducive to what that 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 job says, what this word says. So, you know, you got to come to a place of where you are, knowing who you are. But here's the other thing. You got to be willing to deal with the fallout. You got to be willing to deal with, okay, if you're going to be alone, if I'm going to deal with that, you know, um, can I handle that? You know what I mean? So perception. How different, how difficult can it be to overcome the perceived notion of someone? So even with what Maya Angelou said, that's talking about believing what a person demonstrate themselves to be, regardless of who they claim they are. You got to consider someone, they look like a car salesman. You meet them walking around the mall, you're instantly on your guard. You're giving them, you, you probably don't believe they're a nice person, whatever. You look at people and we, we judge people, we people watch all day. But if, if they look like you like, you get what I'm saying, then then it's it's good. But, you know, so you got to be observing. You can't be swayed, you know. And even after this situation, I'm not swayed because I'm not, oh, hey. But I don't have a dog in there, huh? So I ain't, um, and you're right, you don't know me. So I'll take that one with a grain of salt. So I'm, I'm the one you don't know. But it's not about the knowledge, it's about the help and what we came together to do. So that's the other side of the coin. Um, so, you know, like I say, Y'all be mindful. Um, I'll, I'll end it in relational, family, friends, loved ones, um, spouses, mates, whatever you want to call it. Be your authentic self in every situation. Ask God to help you to be the best version of you. You're your only competition. You can't do anything anymore, any less. It's painful to try to be someone else. Uh, that's not your gift. That's not your calling. God didn't call you to it. And he's certainly not going to make a way for you in that uh, because you're trying to do something that you weren't designed to do. So a lot of times we be, Lord, why? Why am I going? And so today, even with my situation, I said, OK, again, some things have to happen to show us some things so that we're mindful and cognizant of them. And so I just say, Lord, show me the lesson in it. Lord, for such a time as this, I give you glory and praise that you'll still be glorified even in this situation. And Lord, let it work out for your good. And I pray that you show me what I need to do different, how I need to respond. What do I need to do for that, that growth and things like that? So even in that, I trust. And, and to be able to talk about it, release. So then I release. See, this is therapeutic for me as well. Because it helps me in hindsight think, you know, when I consider your sources, when I consider my sources, hey, you don't, you know, no expectations and no disappointments. You really can't disappoint me when I expect nothing of you. Um, because I just take you at face value. I'm a surface dweller, really. And I dwell on the surface. And so I try not to delve into you. Um, if I don't have a relationship, a closeness, a friendship with you, I take you at face value. Um, that man yesterday, I had respect. I got mad respect for him because he said what he said and he meant what he said. But now I take you at face value. You know, so it's just one of those things. You can't do number respect this situations, you know, as we say, we respect the game and we keep it moving. So... Be encouraged, be observant, watch, listen, 
See how somebody moves you. You'll, you'll know. Ask God to give you wisdom and discernment into those things. Lord, show me. Lord, if this person has ill intent against me, show me. Lord, if they do protect and guide me, Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus over that, over the enemy. Lord, help this person, Lord, that, to, to understand and see if they don't even know they're being spitefully used. Lord, whatever it is that they're going through, Lord, we just pray a peace over them. You know, there's a calmness about them, Lord, that surpasses all understanding and that this too shall, this will pass. So, you know, we're encouraged on every corner, but as men and women of God, we still pray for our enemies. We pray for those that spitefully use us. And whether you present the real you or not, at the end of the day, that's something you got to deal with. Because I don't lose no sleep at night. I sleep well at night. Um, I don't have to remember the lie because the truth always stands. So I'm going to tell you the truth in love. And sometimes when you when you can't, just hush. You know, if you can't tell your friend, you get what I'm saying? Just hush. But then you want to might revisit, is this a friend? Or am I a friend that loveth at all times? So you see, there's different dynamics to it, but 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 there's so many lessons in it, and it's it's so much to learn and, and glean from it when you look at it from all vantage points. So us, there's a respect for that. Me today, okay. You think your money can do whatever? It, it, it's good, but I'm not moved by that. I am moved by my character. I am moved by my integrity. I am moved by standing on what I stand on. And as in the in the Quita world, now as in the hood world, I stand on business. And in that business, I stand. I'm going to stand on what I believe in. And I'm going to stand on what I know is right because I don't want nothing to revisit me because I did something outside of the will. I don't want to pay for something that I could have just avoided by saying I, I can't. I'm not able to do that. That's not within my, you know, purview. I can't do it. So see, the real you for me always stands up. I, I I stand. Oh, and they say, you know, have you ever heard them people say, I stand 10 toes, whatever that means. Like, I guess they standing straight up and they're not down in a coffin or something. But I stand 10 toes up with it. And I'm a love, hate kind of person. I'm the best person to know. And I ride hard for you if, if you're in my circle. Um, so if you don't like me, you just simply don't know me. And if you don't like me, there's sometimes when we don't like other people that we don't know or like a woman that we look at and we're jealous, that's because they possess qualities that you wish you had. But that's trauma. Because again, sometimes in life we can be silenced or we can be silenced in a way that we don't feel um, adequate. But you're more than adequate. We're more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. You are beautiful. You're, you, you know how they say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. So you are all you can be in Christ. And, and he give us all, you know, my skin color is not light. I'm brown. Somebody's darker. You get what I'm saying? I'm short. I didn't make the cut, you know. <laughs> it, and But I deal with it on that level. And I thank God for who he created me to be. This is purpose. I didn't get to choose. The Bible said, I foreknew you. So he foreknows us in the womb. So be all God called you to be. Stand on that. What a real you, please stand up. But stand up every time. Don't stand up in anger. Don't stand up in hate. Don't stand up in spite. Don't stand up in your emotions. Just stand. The Bible said when you've done all you can to stand, stand therefore. Stand on it. 
own it and not be afraid of the fallout. Because I can assure you, I'm not afraid of the fallout. God got me. Somebody bigger than me. I ain't going to worry about that because I know he got that. I just got to trust and stay in his confines, in the secret place of his tabernacle. He going to hide me in that pavilion. So I'm good. Yesterday was good because we saw what we needed to see. I think everybody did. Now, if you, you know, so, you know, again, y'all be up, be honest, be truthful. Ask God to give you that wisdom and that discernment. Ask God to give you that mouthpiece to do it in love and not in anger, not to do it in spite and not to do it in such a way that's to hurt someone's feelings. You know, we can like, you know, even about the dress, like you think that's good for the occasion. You might want to, you want to put on something else, you know, that's a little more covering, you know, where we going. I mean, something, you know, even if you don't want to admit now, if she's just asking you how it looked now, you know, pink ain't your color friend. You know, like a bottle of Pepto-Bismol. But, but again, you do it how you want to do it. But just, no, don't really do it how you want to do it. Do it the right way. Do it Christ's way. Be honest. Be open and ask God to give you that and to be your mouthpiece and voice. And sometimes you go, Lord, Holy Spirit, speak through me and let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Our Redeemer. So, you know, everything, stand up.